everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this ninth day of January, 2020. My name is Nick. There is Big J right over there. Yep. And it is Thursday on this very week. Hopefully it's been a good one for you. In many ways, uh, the first full week for a lot of people. In the first couple, last couple weeks, I should say. So hopefully it's been one of those where you kind of look back on it and go, you know what? Not too bad. Not too shabby. No. I mean, uh, some people enjoy having that day off on Wednesday. Other people rue it. But you didn't have to worry about that this week. Oh, man. It was the worst. Yeah, I think the the, the morning show schedule makes it more difficult. You know? Start, restart, mm-hmm. start, restart. Yeah. What day is it? Where am I? Who are these people in my house? That All happened these- to me like three times during the holiday <laughs> time. And it's like, man, uh, I, I don't recover like until the weekend now. I've realized this. My hardest day is Tuesday. Tuesday, huh? Yeah. Because, see, I've uh, I've got enough extra sleep in my bank. Monday, I can get through, no problem. <laughs> it's Tuesday, then. I'm all wacky, and it's just... It's like a freight train hits me every Tuesday. So, that second day coming back to work is always rough. And it, it happened like three times in the last month. Yeah. Yeah. You had two Tuesdays a week. Yeah. Last couple weeks. Only one Tuesday this week, Big J. So, you must be fired on all cylinders today, I actually then. feel great. <laughs> All right. I'm well ready rested. to turn over some tables. Well quaffed. You look good, my friend. Yeah, thanks. And uh, I suppose you are ready to do a nerd alert that's going to be happening a little bit later on this morning. Yeah. Uh, some chances for you to go to exclusive, the showcase that we're having on the 18th at the Knitting Factory Concert House. That's going to happen during the course of the show. We'll have a chance to talk about things like, oh, I don't know, maybe just maybe another new law happening in the state. That could get you in trouble for a lot of things that you're probably doing already. I am the law! And all sorts of other things. So uh, let's get ready with some important stuff, shall we? Let's do it right now. It's the news! It's the news! Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You ever been on a cruise proper? No, no. Nor I. Uh, There was a while there that I really wanted to do it. Yeah, me too. Not so much anymore. It is, uh,. Man, just all the things you hear about it. We, we, I used to work with somebody, awesome dude, who loves cruises, and he's had a pretty good track record, but there's been some bumps in the road. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I was really close to some people that did cruises, like, I don't know, two or three times a year that swore by it. And then my parents did one and said it was the worst experience they've ever had. And they spent a lot of money on it, and uh, and they told me all the things, and I was like, yeah, that sounds awful and it wasn't even like the bad service or anything it was just like the limitations you know you're stuck on this thing and you have to do what's there or that's it here's the cool thing now though is that you know part of the expense of going on a cruise is is getting there right yeah 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 yeah. so now i've got that taken care of right that part's easy so i think uh the in-laws actually going to be going on a cruise here in in just uh a couple months, so we're excited to see how that turns out. If it's a carnival cruise, then they're going to want to listen up because no, they are not. starting to get strict about their dress code. What? The company has updated policy bans on what they consider to be offensive clothing and accessories from its ship, including uh, any kind of messages that contain any kind of nudity, profanity, sexual innuendo, suggestions, or anything that they deem too outrageous pop culture-wise. Holy crap. Apparel or accessories that promote negative ethic or racial commentary, hatred, or violence is also a no-go. Carnival spokesman uh, Van Sculligan said uh, that it's just one of those things where they were getting some complaints. 
I'd sneeze. Exaggerated, but thank you. And so they got some uh, reports to the media that it was just not happening, and so they decided, you know what? Uh, Instead of these pictures making the rounds all over the internet, maybe it's time we cut this down ourselves. So that's what they decided to do. You can go to their website to find out what clothes are okay and what clothes aren't, but they say that pretty much anything that has any kind of pop culture-related stuff to it, you might want to keep at home. So it makes me wonder, like, do you think they'll, like, complain about, like, Rick and Morty stuff or something like that? Or what's considered to be too offensive pop culture? I would throw one of those people right into the ocean. Well, (laughs) they'd probably kick you off first, to be honest. So, now you know as you're packing your stuff to Carnival to watch out. Looks like Tom Brady's coming back. Posted a message on Instagram yesterday that seems to indicate he is not ready to retire. Now, whether or not that happens to be in a Patriots uniform is going to be probably the most talked about story in the offseason I would think as his contract is up Patriots have some decisions to make there are some teams out there that could use some quarterbacks like I can totally see him in like Indianapolis next year you know with oh, Frank man, Reich I don't, uh... and that really good offensive line you know they don't need you know he doesn't have to run around a lot he's got no elements that he has to worry about I I find it hard to believe that Tom Brady will be anything but a, a patriot. I, I, you would like to think that, but you know, you could probably say that about a lot of people, right? Like, I mean, can you yeah, imagine Joe Namath Kraft, and anything else? But, but Kraft the- has got a, a like a, a son father kind of thing going on. He's not going to let him go play at another team. We'll see. We shall see. Jake Fromm is the quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs. Not anymore. He announced yesterday he's going to skip his senior year, enter the NFL draft. He led the Bulldogs to three consecutive SEC East titles and as a freshman to the College Football National Championship game, uh, which they just got ransacked by Alabama in it. Uh, He also led Georgia to a win over Baylor in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day, so he is going to take his game to the next level. We'll see how that all works out. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody that uh, about a month ago, ABC has announced that the 2020 Oscar telecast will be host-free again. ABC will post it, but uh, of course this whole thing started last year when Kevin Hart was originally scheduled to host and then uh, was asked to apologize for some offensive tweets. He refused to do so, so they went host-free and it actually was pretty well received, so they're going to do it again this year. The Oscars will be live from the Dolby Theater in Hollywood on February 9th. Uh, It will air at around 6 o'clock our time. The nominations will be announced on Monday. Who gets the nod? Traffic. We'll do it live right here on the morning after. No, I don't think we will. Uh, although you probably have a lot more, uh, you know, this exposure. Year I, I, I would say this year we would have a better chance of having something relatable. <laughs> You'll have a lot more exposure to the nominated films this year, I imagine. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. CES 2020 is about to wrap up. That's the Consumer Electronics Show taking place in Vegas this week. And it hasn't been so much about breaking new technology this year as much as making the tech we have currently more flexible and interesting. And up for several awards in CES is uh, this particular item, Olive Union Smart Ear. Now, the Olive Union Smart Ear is a hearing aid disguised as a true wireless earbud, helping reduce the stigma that can come from wearing a behind-the-ear device. Perhaps you've seen those before. It's sold as a single unit instead of a pair, and it amplifies sound for those who need a little help hearing better. 
Smart features like different listening modes and Bluetooth connectivity make it more versatile as well. And uh, that should be very, very interesting. Another item up for multiple awards and deals with health is the Withings Scan Watch. Now, the Withings uh, makes classy hybrid fitness tracking watches that look good on your wrist while keeping an eye on your health, Nick. Uh, its flagship wearable already had a blood pressure monitor, but now it gains a built-in electrocardiogram, or EKG, um, ECG test for more complete picture of your heart along with additional optic sensors that promise to detect signs of sleep apnea as a smartwatch it offers smartphone notifications and alerts alongside of all the health data the fact that it can last for 30 days on a charge means it'll please folks who find the apple watch's charging demands a little high maintenance now uh over the break here we had a um, a situation where you know my wife wears an apple watch and this health part of it the the heart rate monitors these things uh the tech Technology now is really good and it's life saving. And you know, I don't know if it, we don't know if it saved her life, but we certainly had an incident and had to go to the ER. And it was because of that technology that uh, we, you know, things came out in a, in, a, in a positive way. So that kind of stuff to me is really important. And uh, the the blood pressure monitor, the EKG, that stuff is really interesting for a watch. So that that is also up for several awards. And one of the items that I'm intrigued by at CES uh, this year is the Alienware UFO. Alienware is a gaming is the gaming division of Dell Computers, and they introduced a concept uh, with UFO that might look somewhat familiar to people as the Nintendo Switch, Nick. Uh, it looks like a much bigger version of the Switch, but it's a gaming PC, a mobile gaming PC. So uh, it's just a concept they uh, are, are just uh, kind of introducing this whole idea but i think it's probably going to have a potential to really take off it's got an eight to ten inch screen on it and it's got two paddles on the side that you can take off and turn into a controller super awesome i mean it would just i would just be here the whole time during the show playing uh, american truck simulator just what we need uh i've i've been interested in the switch but a lot of the games you know hadn't uh it's kind of expensive for me just to buy to play a couple games uh there are a couple games i'm interested in my kid has one and so i play in her switch from time to time I would totally buy this. Yeah, yeah. What's the price point? Have they said? No, it's it's just a it's just a, a thought prototype. It's not even a. It's barely a prototype. But I would say it would be a grand slam if they were able to put this thing out and make it work right. All right. Uh, maybe coming soon. I guess that's what CES is all about, right? Just kind of testing the water to see if anything is worth putting out into the marketplace. Generally, yeah, but there's a lot of interesting things that eventually you'll see uh, come out that that were a part of the CES 2020. So, uh, there's your Nerd Alert, courtesy of Radio's Big J. You can check out more stuff on CES Online if you want to check out all the products that were released during the course of the last couple of days. Some pretty cool things out there for sure. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, distracted driving is dangerous. Agree or disagree? Yeah. And we all know that the city of Meridian, as the new year kind of came over, had put the law into effect that they had past that said you cannot text and drive anymore if they see you on your phone as you are driving down the road they will pull you over and you could get a ticket right now they're issuing warnings but very soon i think by the end of the month those warnings go away and actual fines will be replaced well there is a bill that would make it illegal to drive distracted introduced yesterday at the idaho state house and if you think well isn't that kind of what we're already doing this one way more in depth than what's currently on the books it would take things up a notch. Basically, the first thing that this bill would do is eliminate any city or county law that prohibits texting and driving, right? So it goes right out the window, what they just happened. 
As an example of this is Meridian's hands-free ordinance that they just passed, we talked about. Uh, Joe Palmer from Meridian would eliminate that and all the other municipalities' laws to have a uniform statewide law about just distracted driving. So the texting and driving stuff would go out the window. It would just be distracting driving. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. What? So what it would mean is the law. this measure would allow law enforcement to pull somebody over for things other than texting and driving. If they think you're driving distracted, whatever that may be, looking at the radio, uh, talking to your friends, not paying attention to the road, whatever that officer deems as distracted driving is what's going to get you pulled over if this law passes. Uh, it's got some bipartisan support. We'll oh, see. That's a miracle. Some uh, think it's overkill. In this state? Others think it's not. And so there will be some debate. A lot of people think that there's already some stuff on the books, and what we're doing is a little bit more than what needs to be done. But it is a possibility that this gets talked about and then eventually passed. Who knows? Great. So you got to keep your eye on the road. 10 and 2, Big J. And if you're not, you're going to get pulled over. You understand? Behave yourself. Okay. Tom Brady posted on Instagram yesterday that he is not ready to retire, saying in the message to fans, quote, I still have more to prove. What does Tom Brady have to prove, Big J? That he's not old? That he's not too old to play? The 42-year-old quarterback wrote days after the Patriots lost their wildcard game to the Titans that he said, quote, failure is inevitable. You don't always win, but you can, however, learn from that failure, pick yourself up, and place yourself in the arena again. And that's what he's going to do. Contract is up in March. He could become an unrestricted free agent for the first time in his career, if that's the case. Steve Kerr was fined 25 GER by the NBA yesterday for verbally abusing a game official and not leaving the court in a timely manner after he was ejected in the second quarter of the Warriors' loss to the Kings on Monday. He was ejected after getting consecutive technical fouls after first appearing to be upset at a continuation call in the Kings' favor and then blowing up when the Warriors didn't get a similar call. He just wants a fair game called Big J. Don't we all? Hard to believe the Warriors are one of the worst teams in the NBA right now, right? Well, I mean, their uh, lineup is almost... I mean, it, there's hardly anybody in it from the last couple of seasons. They are banged up, to say the least. They are banged up. Looks like Brad Pitt gets along with Quentin Tarantino. Hope that's okay with you. They, yeah, Of it course, is. we're in a movie together called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he was recently... Uh, Brad Pitt just got himself a Golden Globe for his role in the film, and he presented the award for Best Screenplay to Tarantino at the New York Film Critics Circle Awards last night. And in his intro, he had a little bit of fun. Brad Pitt described uh, Quentin Tarantino's birthplace as, quote, Quentin grew up in a sad, desolate part of Torrance, known as Torrance, California. And he said that Quentin Tarantino is very verbose. He's the only guy that Brad Pitt knows that needs cocaine to actually stop talking. That got a good laugh at the award show. Something we also all believe. He also noted that Tarantino has a very good heart, and he believes that he is going to be a very good father, as Tarantino is expecting his first child with his wife, Danielle Pick, who got uh, married last year, and now they're expecting a baby. And he thinks that they're going to have a good time, and Quentin Tarantino apparently has one or two more films left in him. We'll see what's next. Everything he seems to attach himself to kind of goes cold recently. So who knows? Is it going to be Kill Bill 3? Is it going to be Star Trek? What's it going to be, Big J? What's your gut say? Well, it's not going to be Star Trek. No, probably not. You think he's going to do Kill Bill 3? I, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. We, you have no idea. I, I, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out of nowhere, and I'm so glad it did. So we'll see. Quentin Tarantino will tell you when he's good and ready. Right now he's worried about being a dad. You understand, Big J? Daddy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your 
first round of important stuff this hour. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to the internet for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I suppose sometimes in order to make some money in the marketplace today, you have to carve yourself out a niche. You understand? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I can't imagine the niche for this particular business is that big. But it's officially online. It's officially happening. And so that means you can officially buy it if you want. But if you are somebody that in your possession as a pet owner has a reptile big j does that fall in your household nope uh but you know somebody that has a reptile yeah and uh if you say to yourself man you know what my my turtle my my iguana my my snake it could really use a new outfit Finally, there An is outfit? a company that specializes... Snakes get new outfits all the time. In in reptile clothing and accessories. It is called Fashion Brand Company. Put together by Penelope Gazin, and it, it is exactly what it says it is. It is a hip, tiny clothing company specifically for your reptilian pal. They offer strange designs for reptiles but now they're expanding their brain their brand big j now you have an opportunity to buy the same outfit as whatever you buy for your iguana or turtle or snake so you guys can be matching bros wearing the same clothes all the time you know yeah like you know how sometimes people dress up their dogs like them and they're wearing the same outfit or whatever and you always go ooh, i wonder if i like that well now you have that particular angle for humans as well uh, it's marketed for a pretty generic lizard audience. That's where they have most of their options. It's mostly for the iguana crowd. Uh, the uh, fits are unisex and one size fits all, according to the type of reptile that you have. So it is one of those deals where they have, you know, four armholes for it and a little tail hole. The turtles are uh, clothes are big enough to fit around a shell. They have everything from uh, royal blue dresses to dark green velvet jumpsuits to all sorts of fringe jackets. And they, by the way, that's what they say is their best seller. The fringe, like cowboy kind of jackets for their reptiles, they say are huge. Jeez. And they even come with a matching tiny cowboy hat. Aww. And there's like little kind of like accessories, like you can have purses. And it all seems like a really, really weird, bad idea. And oh, by the way, do you think it's cheap, Big J? No. No, it's absolutely no. not. Lizard clothes range in price from anywhere from $125 to $265 uh, because they're all handmade. So it's going to cost you some cash, too. And then Thanks, Geico. Take on uh, even more expense if you would like to get yourself a matching outfit, which can go anywhere from $65 to $125. Somehow, it's more expensive for you to dress your lizard than it is you with these clothes. So, it's available now online, and you can enjoy lizard clothes if you need them for your lizard. I, uh, I've never dressed up any of the animals that I've ever had. I feel like it's cruel and unusual punishment. No, it's fun. Uh, you've dressed up? What do you dress up? Our dog. What do you put him in? He's got a couple sweaters. He's got a Yoda sweater. Does he like it, or does he fight it? No, he does not fight it. Okay. 
Does he fight anything these days? Yeah, sure. Okay. But I mean, he 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 keeps him warm when it's cold outside. There you go. Uh, so they're there and they're available, and you can buy them. I want a little lizard spacesuit. We gotta get a little lizard first, and then I mean, she does do custom jobs. She says she'll happily do that. So if you're willing to fork out 500 bucks, she'll probably make you a little lizard spacesuit. So get that lizard All first. Right. Uh, tell to you one of your kids. kids so the kids say. will be excited about it. They'll pick one up within the... We need another end. giant uh, space for some small animal to live. You'll have three or four more pets before the end of business today. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. You've probably been doing this common household chore wrong your entire life. Details next on The X. That is Corn. That is Freak on a Leash. They are coming to town here in a little over a month, on the 24th of next month, as a matter of fact, at the Idaho Center, along with Breaking Benjamin and Bones UK. You can grab your tickets at xrock.com. It's all part of the X's 25th anniversary concert series. Very cool to bring those guys back along with some Breaking Benjamin. It will be a fantastic show. We've talked uh, chores before on this show, Big J. Are you responsible for laundry? Do you do that in the house? I mean, we share it whenever it needs to be done, whatever's so, going on. basically, when there's a full load, it gets done, right? Well, I mean, we got three people doing, four people, you know, need laundry done. So. Gotcha. Uh, so, do you have days that you do it? Or is um, it just chaos? It's just, it's just whenever. Okay. Uh, and so, do you uh, wash your clothes a lot? Do you like to wear them after multiple wears you wash them? What is your standard of washing well, I think your clothes? Generally, for most stuff, one wash, one wa- one wear. One wear, one wash? One wear, one wash. One wash, one wear? And uh, that, according to Bosch, is the wrong way to do laundry, my friend. What? How does that feel? You can't wash it twice. The home appliance company uh, told people that about 58% of people are the people that uh, wear something once and then wash it. And uh, Bosch says that's a great way to ruin your clothes, bro. If you notice the print on your shirts going yeah, away you a know, little bit I, more. I get a lot of holes in my stuff. It's because you wash your clothes too much. Yeah, like too. my Rick and Morty shirt you gave me a couple years ago. I mean, it's, it's in bad shape. Where do the holes come? At the I've, seams, or is it yeah, near the up? near the uh, the print, the logo part? Oh, near the logo part. Okay, yeah, you're definitely doing. And they also said if your stuff has a logo, you get a while, you got to turn it inside out. Do you do that? No. All right, that's that's going to help the logo as well, Big J. So think about it. Great. Uh, so not only that, but they say that you should be wearing your shirts two to three times unless there's some sort of spill on it without well, washing it to help save another it. problem. It's true. <laughs> you I do, mean, your clothes takes a lot of hits. That's, that's not lately, but I mean, it, for sure there are times. And jeans, they say, can go two to three weeks without being washed if you want your clothes to last as long as they possibly can. Sixteen uh, percent of people go through clothes much faster than they should because they're just washing them and treating them wrong. Also, it said they say it, it seems excessive, but pay attention to the uh, laundering instructions on the tags of your clothes if you want them to hang around a little bit more because some of them need to be washed in a particular temperature of water and uh, you may want to buckle that stuff together and make sure you're washing those things together if it's all warm water clothes and cold water clothes, etc., etc. So. Check it out for yourself, and maybe just maybe change the way that you're doing laundry, Big J. Maybe save yourself some laundry soap. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, well, we don't need to use soap anymore. So, what? Oh yeah, it's a whole new, whole new thing, man. What? What? Wait, wait, what do you use? We use. Uh, they're called uh, soap nuts. Well, that's soap. Yeah, but they're not soap. They're like these nuts that I. I mean, I don't even know. They're anymore. nuts. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like actual like nuts yeah. that grow yeah. on trees? I, I, I don't know much about them, but uh, yeah, they, they we put them in this little small bag uh, that you then put in the washer. Is it a special bag? Yeah, uh, yeah it's a... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, no, no, no. It's just a pouch, maybe even a pouch, but it's all part of the whole, you know, uh, green uh-huh. kind of effort uh, in the world. Maybe that's what's putting the uh, holes in your clothes. No, no, this is brand new. This oh, is in I the see. last couple months. And does it make them smell good and fresh and clean? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I, I've had it up to here with the soup <laughs> balls or soup nuts or whatever the hell we're doing because I'm like, and then, then, and then they get, like, caught in your clothes when you're taking them out of the washer and you put them in the dryer. By the way, we don't use dryer sheets anymore. We use dryer balls. So you're all about nuts and balls with your Yeah, uh, with yeah. Your our laundry. laundry is nuts and balls. And I hate it. I want I want to buy laundry detergent, and I just want to do like a normal person, because I can never find the damn bag with the nuts in it, and it gets put into the dryer, and it's just God. Yeah. Then you're losing your nuts and balls, and then what's, what's the point? I hate there? losing my nuts and balls. Where else do you get this content, folks? Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, your important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. <laughs> Traffic. I have never heard of soap nuts. I don't even know what they are. Good, good. Well, yeah, no. I'm happy that you. I, I, well, if they don't work, why would I use them? Oh, they probably work. But I, I mean, I could imagine that you know, if you didn't really do something with your clothes, they would you would notice after a while. But it's not the same as once you do some laundry and it just got that smell of deliciousness. Yeah, it smells clean. Important stuff. Launch newsfeed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's that time of year, Big J. You still uh, still parking outside, warming up your car every morning? No, no, I don't do that anymore. Oh, in the garage now. But I imagine there's probably people in your family that have to, right? Not everybody's um, in the garage. Yeah, no, but I, I don't think they... It hasn't been that cold, man. No, it's true. It's true. So, But we are getting into the point where maybe some, some warming up the vehicles are going to be required for you to do so. But... What if I told you that the National Insurance Crime Bureau, or heretofore referred to as the NICB, which I believe you watch every week with Mark Harmon, right? Yeah. Uh, has says that you shouldn't <laughs> idle up your car outside. Why? Well, because in the last year they've seen a drastic increase in the amount of thefts in cars that are idling in the winter. Specifically, apparently, thieves seek out some pretty suburban size neighborhoods where they expect things to be somewhat friendly and then just wait for somebody to idle up their car and then they take it and then just go. The uh, Apparently 17% of all stolen cars in 2018 and 2019 had the key or wireless key fob in them and were warming up and idling in the winter months. That's a lot of cars. That's a big chunk. Yeah, they majority, didn't lock the doors? Well, it's hard to lock the doors with your keys in it, right? If you're idling. This is how you lock your keys in your car, you see. Right, right, right. No, but, uh, well, that was when, there was one when you were intend to do something and another when you, you know. (laughs) So if I intended to lock my keys in the car in order to keep it from getting stolen, I would have the other set with me. You would think, yeah. But, I mean, uh, now we're talking about people carrying around two sets of keys. Well, in in some cases, you know, there used to be uh, the valet key door 
uh, that you could use as well. Sure. They had the uh, the the old key underneath the uh, the wheel well, and then there was also you know and, and there's there's now there's remote you know start remote the start or key the start remote key the start so there's that opportunity now. So, uh, but the the NICB says that you should always lock your vehicle. You should always take the keys. Always set the alarm if required. And also, they recommend that you don't store a garage door opener in your car and don't leave your running car in a public place. So uh, that will prevent it from getting stolen. That being said... Don't use a car. Best way to not get stolen. (laughs) Well, not only that, but where are you supposed to keep your garage door opener if you don't keep it in your car? Yeah, what the hell good is it? Keep it in my pocket? (laughs) What are we talking about here? Come on. I mean, there's got to be a little bit of give and take. Help me out. Mark Harmon. Help me. That's the different guy. It's not the same guy. Tom Brady posted an Instagram message yesterday saying that he is not ready to retire just yet. He says, quote, I still have more to prove. He wants that seven Super Bowl championship. The question now becomes, is that going to happen? Is the opportunity for that to happen going to be in New England or someplace else? The 42-year-old quarterback's contract is up in March with the Patriots. Uh, Not sure. The team has been pretty quiet about things. Not sure if they want to resign him or not. I'm sure they probably will if given the opportunity. But it's all about price tags and salary caps and everything else. So he could be on another team next year, which would be really, really weird. But not the first time we've seen it, man. I mean, Joe Montana was a chief. Don't forget, you know. Yeah. And uh, Joe Namath uh, did not was a Ram. And Johnny Unitas was a Charger. And Brett Favre was two other things before he was after he was a Packer. So it's kind of the way that I mean, Emmett Smith played his last season for the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it happens all the time, especially as players get older. It just would be weird to see him in another uniform. But is there a team like? Can you see him? I can't see him playing in like. I don't know. I don't know why the Colts jump out to me. Maybe it's just because that offensive line is so good and you're going to have to have a good one if you want Tom Brady back there. You know what I mean? Having him back there with a bad offensive line would not do good for your team. Yeah. So we'll see. Georgia quarterback Jay Fromm has announced that he will skip his senior year and enter the NFL college draft. He's considered to be a first-round prospect. He has led the Bulldogs to three SEC East titles, even a national championship game. Uh, They did get blasted by Alabama in that championship game, but he did recently lead the team to a win over Baylor, and that coach, uh, even though he got stomped in the Sugar Bowl, is now in the NFL, so why not Jake Fromm, right? Yeah, why not? Let's make it happen. Uh, Big J, do you watch most of your streaming TV on your TV? Do you ever watch it on your mobile phone? Is there any time that you find yourself streaming stuff on your phone? Mm, No, not really. It's rare. Uh, And so Netflix may be doing that. They may be bringing on a mobile-only plan to the masses. India was the first country in the world with the option, and now it's available in Malaysia, and they're thinking about making it available in the United States. Right now, it's $2.99 per month. It gives you access to the entire Netflix catalog, but you can only use it on your cellular phone. Tell you this, that probably would put uh, our family in the in the canceling Netflix, and the kids could just because they stream Netflix all the time on their phones. That's what you save yourself. Well, I mean, uh, well, what are you paying? Like thirteen, fourteen a month right now with Netflix? I don't know. Probably. So yeah, that would be down to three dollars per month if that's the current frame. You can save yourself a little bit of cash. That's about a hundred bucks a year. That ain't bad, right? Yeah. Because uh, you don't watch Netflix a lot on your TV. Is that what you're saying? <sighs> Some, you know, every now and then when there's special, you know, stuff that's on Stranger but Things, obviously. And- do you still like? Do you have like a Chromecast or something the equivalent in your house that you could stream it onto your TV if you wanted to? 
Well, yeah. I mean, we've got Xboxes, Playstations. I mean, but, what, got... I'm, but can you? Li- what I'm saying is, do you have an opportunity to link your phone to your television if you wanted? Like, if you were, oh, yeah. if you just made sure. it a street mobile only thing, could you stream it to your TV if you want? Sure. Yeah. So then that might probably be the way to go if you have that technology and save yourself some cash. They might prevent you from doing that though. You could very well be so. right. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Your pop culture smackdown. Pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we'll get you hooked up with tickets here today if you can successfully beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown to the Knitting Factory January 18th, uh, the exclusive showcase number five. Nick, we've got Forsythia, we've got uh, Christus, uh, our friends in Nixon Rodeo from Spokane, and of course we were Giants. It's going to be a great show. Let's get you there. Just beat Nick. It'll be easy today. Yeah, uh, it's been easy all week, to be perfectly honest. 208-287-1003 is the phone number if you would like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to have to get at least one question right. That's going to be the hardest part of this whole thing. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Good morning, everybody. We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Jerry. All right, Jerry, you're up first. Good luck. Name one of the three men who starred in the 80s hit movie, Three Men and a Baby. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not, but I mean the remake would be great. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, three men and a grandkid. <laughs> Arnold, Sly, Bruce. Hello, the X. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Oh, we tried. Hello, the X. Hello. Uh, here's Big J with your question, sir. Na- name one of the three mo- men who starred in the '80s hit movie Three Men and a Baby. Oh, it's that guy you like, Steve Gutenberg. Right. No, we don't like him. That jerk. That jerk. <laughs> Nick, one of those guys, Ted Danson, has been nominated ten times for a Golden Globe for actor in a TV series. How many wins does he have? I got to guess how many wins he's got? I'll give you some options. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing they're between one and ten. All right. Well, that's wrong then. You got to give the right answer. No, I'm just saying. I'm guessing the options you're going to give me are between one yeah, and ten. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, let's Five, see. one, or three. They're Five, narrowing three. it down. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, Cheers, Decker, The Good Place probably has got them all in there. It's kind of got to have a couple at least for Cheers. I think he won once for Decker, too. God bless them all. I'm going to say three. Uh, that is correct. Not, right. not for the. Uh, you didn't get the right shows, though. What shows? It was all Cheers. Oh, all Cheers? Uh, no, I take that back. Uh, something about Amelia. What? Yeah, it was a miniseries. Huh. So, there you go. Uh, All right. Uh, If you were drinking first aid for your deep down body thirst, what would you be drinking? Uh, Gatorade. Gatorade is correct. Nick, uh, drug lord Mr. Big is the villain of what James Bond movie? Uh, I will say that was You Only Live Twice. No. No? Wrong. Which one? Starring Yafet Kodo. The the uh, the actual uh, theme song from Paul McCartney and the Wings. Does that help you? Oh yeah, um, live and let die. Live and let die. Right. Uh, there you go, man. Congratulations. You got tickets to exclusive showcase number five on the 18th at the Knitting Factory. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're setting all good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. A shame Ted Danson has never got nominated for uh, The Good Place because that character is hilarious. Uh, and uh, we didn't even mention who was the third gentleman in Three Men and a Baby. Tom Selleck. That's right. Mr. Mustache himself. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do a run of headlines next on the X-Rocks.
It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Best friends, nice work, and no such thing, huh? Uh, let's go with best friends. All right. Most people share some special moments with their best friend, but this is something really special. Two friends identified only as Mady and Kelly Girl each won some money in the Maryland Lotto and cashed in their prizes on the exact same day. Mady says she won $100,000 on Power 8 tickets in October of 2019 and decided to wait until the new year to cash it in, only telling her husband and her best friend Kelly Girl about the win. Kelly Girl then bought some lotto tickets on New Year's Eve, and she won $20,000 in a $10 winter cash tripler. Damn! So the friends decided to travel to the lottery headquarters in Baltimore this week together and collect their respective jackpots. The friends that play together win together, dude. Yeah. That's how it works. Must have been a nice trip. I mean, one got six figures, the other got five. Not bad, right? That's a good way to kick off the new year. Really good. So maybe buy a scratcher. Big J, what do you think about that today? Okay. See if it works out for you. You buy one too, so that we can we can do the story over again tomorrow. I'm scared. Nice work or no such thing, huh? No such thing, huh? Uh, you may have heard the rumor that there's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, not at Tom's Diner. In fact, it'll cost you. The beloved diner in Denver has recently gained some attention after a customer uploaded a photo of their receipt to the internet. At first, the tab reads normally, you know, one side of mashed potatoes, three bucks, one chicken tenders, basket, nine dollars. But the last item is what has people talking. It says one stupid question and charged them 38 cents. <laughs> but really, the 38 cent upcharge should not have come to a surprise to the customer because the restaurant lists its price for a stupid question under the side section of the menu as 38 cents. So they think that the person that took the photo of the receipt actually ordered it. And then took the picture as a joke kind of a thing. Ah, I gotcha. So the restaurant does this stupid question thing, and that led to the charge. Tom's Diner has been called an institution by its fans. It was recently listed on the National Register of Historic Places. And it also has other cheeky things on the menu, like skip your next meal Monday. Ooh. And walk home, and then priceless. Walk out home. Yep. Which both appear under the healthy options section. Get it? You get it even? So they're having fun at Tom's Diner. Like Suzanne Vega wants. Wrap it up with nice work. A lot of people get tired after eating, right, Big J? You just want to take a nap after Yeah, yeah, they call it a coma. Surveillance cameras captured that moment as an unidentified man broke into a Taco Bell in Georgia. The break-in occurred on Christmas Day, and the footage shows the person breaking into the Taco Bell, firing up the grill, and then making himself some tacos to the skill of a Taco Bell employee, eating his meal, and then taking a nap on the floor. And then leaving. Police are asking anybody who knows the identity of the man in the video to call them. My question is, what? the Taco Bell has to have an alarm, right? I mean, you know, if in order for you to break in, fire up, make some food, eat, and take a nap, that had to take a little bit of time, right? Yeah, you would think. Where was the, where was the police helping him out? The alarm had to have been going off. But I guess he got away, and now they're looking for any kind of leads. I mean, in negotiating through the, uh, you know, the the fun of the Taco Bell, he, mu- he, mu- he must be a former employee, right? I don't know. Maybe. But here's a, here's a good question. Now, uh, this is completely hypothetical, but let's say you're given carte blanche in a Taco Bell kitchen, right? What is the item that you make for yourself? Do you just oh, pull man. out some, like, custom nachos, or do you do something? Do you try to make something interesting or new or recreate? Well, I'd start with a beef Mexi melt. I miss okay. those. And what goes into that? I don't even know. 
I don't either. It's delicious. <laughs> well, then how would you make uh, it? No, it's usually like uh, three cheese blend, Roma tomatoes, and uh, some beef. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Why the hell did they get rid of it? It seems like I it's don't easy. Know. It, yeah, you're right. I don't know why. Same thing with the volcano sauce, I suppose. Oh, Morning After with Nick Make and Big J. There's your headlines. <laughs> Lincoln Park, that is crawling here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We have a very exciting announcement to make. It will be back for season number four. Hard to believe it's been four years of this, but it's going to come back for the year 2020. We're talking about the Morning After the Movies podcast. Big J. The people have spoken. More importantly, we have spoken. And yeah. We have decided that we would like to do this in our own spare time. It is a podcast that we have developed for xrock.com. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, you can go back and look at all the past episodes of movies that have been out now and are certainly available on streaming and DVD that you can check out. But we have an opportunity to uh, team up with a very cool place to check out some new movies every single week and then do a podcast about them expressing our opinions about why you should see skip or check it out whatever you want to do and we get into the beginning of the podcast is all spoiler free it's just simply hey do you should you check out this movie is it something that we enjoyed do you want to spend your money on it and then the second part is the spoiler review where we can kind of stop the podcast there or pause it and go check out the movie, and then once you see it, you can come back and revisit the podcast where we get into the real nitty-gritty details of things. Of course, the last one we did was Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, which we uh, watched and recommended to the people and then got into the spoiler section, and that was fun. And now we're kicking off season number four tonight, right, Big Jake? Yeah. And it's happening. We're going to go check out 1917 which we are uh, very excited about. It's the one that's going to probably do some cleaning up at the award shows. It has so far at the Golden Globes. Yeah, it did pretty director, good. best director, Sam Mendes. And best picture. Uh, drama. So we'll see how it does, and we'll give you our opinion of that. But we have to thank our new teammates. Who's coming on board with us, Big J? Uh, that would be Cinemark uh, Majestic Theaters in yeah. Meridian. Uh, really cool. If you haven't had a chance to be out there or haven't been out there in a while, this is an opportunity for you to do it. They're completely reconstructing the theaters in there. Half of the theaters are now totally redone with these luxury loungers that are amazing. Like, we're talking about reclining, power recliners, we're talking about heated seats, we're talking about uh, comfort and awesomeness. It's great. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we didn't realize uh, how big that theater is, yeah. how many how many theaters there are. Uh, so uh, they're working to, uh, you know, reconfigure all of it, but it's, uh, it's a great place to uh, go see a movie, and, and we're happy to be a part of it. And one of the things that, that we are doing as we expand the podcast in its fourth season is we are going to give you guys that are listening an opportunity to go to the movies with us and be on the podcast with us. So uh, we're going to have an opportunity to go to a different movie every single week. We're going to showcase a movie that we really want to check out, and so we could give you an opportunity to maybe join us for a flick on Thursday evenings and then uh, join us for a podcast as well. So we can hang out. Uh, just don't be weird. And we can have a good time, right? Yeah. And we've done well, this before. I'll, be, I'll go ahead and be weird. <laughs> yeah, Big J's got weird covered. You just be normal, cool, and come have a movie and, and be willing to talk about it and get into some details about it. So if you are into that kind of thing, you may want to listen to the podcast, check out some past episodes so you know what you're getting into, and then get ready to join us because very soon we're going to give you an opportunity to win some passes with us to go check out a movie and be on a podcast. And then you can check out it all on xrock.com. So thank you to Cinemark Majestic Theaters for being a part and joining us for 2020. We are looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to 1917 tonight, right? Oh, absolutely, man. We'll tell you tomorrow if it's any good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions next on the X-Rock. <laughs>
Lester with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we've got some tickets here to our exclusive showcase number five, which is happening at the Dating Factory January 18th. Uh, we Were Giants going to be headlining this gig. It's going to be awesome. We've also got Nixon Rodeo coming in, coming in from Spokane. Uh, Christus and Forsythia. So we'll hook you up with tickets. You just got to figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you would like to use it now to win these tickets. Big J has prepared with three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those allotted amount of clues, you are going to check out a show on us. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Morning. How you doing, man? What's your name? Jordan. All right, Jordan. Good luck. My friend Quentin Tarantino won a Golden Globe for best screenplay uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I started. Hey, Nick. When I'm not parting in my yacht with every single Victoria's Secret model, I'm helping rescue dudes at sea. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, of course it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey. Good job, man. Hang on one second, Jordan. We'll hook you up with those exclusive showcase number five tickets coming up on the 18th. Clue three for fun? Imagine I started out in the sitcom Growing Pains. True, it was boner. And why is Leonardo DiCaprio in the news? Uh, no, that's exactly what happened. Uh, a, a, a couple days before the Golden Globe Awards, uh, Leo was out on his yacht with a bunch of uh, friends and... Uh, the, uh, the captain of the ship there decided to join the search for uh, somebody who had been lost at sea off of a Club Med yacht. <laughs> uh, he had been missing for 11 hours. They found the guy and uh, grabbed him and put him on the boat. Imagine what a surprise that would be. Not only are you thankful that you uh, were rescued, but that you were rescued onto Leo DiNardo Caprio's boat yeah yachters saving yachters i mean you fall off one yacht and you end up on another one not bad right yeah and then they all yacht rocked <laughs> hauling oats <laughs> pretty awesome man uh and yeah yeah just the controlled chaos that he must have just uh, jumped on board into uh but i mean was he like just floating out in the sea he was treading water yeah yeah for 11 hours wow man yeah if he was fat he wouldn't have to do that no no he'd be fine uh, and good news is he's still fine. So good job. So the captain made the call. It wasn't like Leonardo DiCaprio was like, well, I'm making I'm a call. I'm sure Let's that, you know, he probably, you know, approved the, uh, you're right. He probably doesn't do anything without Leo's permission. So there you go. Life saved courtesy of Leonardo DiCaprio. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is shine down. That is attention, attention, and that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday, the ninth day of January, twenty twenty. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of the show. Gave away some tickets today. Learn about CES today, which was nice as well. Also talked about how Big J's laundry life has changed over the course. Soap nuts of the last couple. Now, is it is it soap or soup nuts? No, they're soap nuts. Okay, okay. But, you know. Uh, then that's actually what they're called? Soap nuts? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, never heard or of soap berries. Oh. I don't know. Either way, I don't like it. Uh, I'm glad you do, though. And we no, also I don't, I don't like talked it. about the uh, the podcast coming back morning after the movies for another year. And you guys have a chance to be part of it as we move forward, which is going to be nice. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. What would you like? Listen, uh, technology has given us a lot of things. The really cool thing about it is uh, being able to... Uh, order up your favorite uh, items from whatever restaurant it might be, might, might be and the uh, add-ons that you can do uh, that you didn't know were possible, the combinations that you can create. 
well worth the effort. What do you mean? Uh, for example, like you're going to order something from Taco Bell. If you go and you order online, you know, to pick up or even have it delivered. Just the stuff that came on things you didn't know came on it, but that the other things you didn't know were available to put on something. Man. Like what did you get, for instance? What do you order? Uh, a chicken quesadilla, but, huh. you know, getting um, getting jalapenos and, and uh, tortillas chips in it. Fritos, Frito chips. Oh, they put Fritos in the... That's what I'm saying, man. You can do anything you want. It's almost like you broke into the Taco Bell (laughs) and you can make whatever you want. Are you ordering lunch for yourself Yes, yes, right now. That's why... Oh, wait, are you having it delivered? No. Okay. No, it's right down there. That's why I was asking. That's why I was asking. That's why I was asking. Because you sound like an idiot when you would order this stuff in person. Right. But it's a very anonymous, innocuous thing that you can do when you do it online. <laughs> there you go. You learn something new every day. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It is the website for Team Mazda, the pre-owned superstore out there in Nampa. Go check it out if you need a new or used vehicle. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rock.